So, as I guess you're aware now, um, I'm your new parish priest. I'm Father Dylan James. I just moved here a day and a half ago, so everything's still very new to me. And for you uh, as a parish, changing parish priest can be an odd time for a parish, that you as a parish are no doubt very much aware of the priest you've lost, that you've known for some time now, that you were losing Father Patrick in retirement. He's the man you've known and understood, that you've been familiar with. Um, I've known him as a priest in the deanery for over a decade, um, and I've known him as a man who's well-liked and popular among the other priests, and I'd imagine that you all have a natural affection for him, and you're aware you've lost somebody. And then some stranger comes along, namely me. Now I've known for four months that I was coming here, and I've been thinking about this parish, praying for you, um, praying for what work we might do here, even though you've no doubt been more aware of what you were losing in losing Father Patrick. I gather that this is an active parish, that there's a lot that happens here, that Father Patrick's built up this community, so he's left there for big shoes for me to fill. Um, but it is my role to try and fill those shoes. And I'd like to outline to you two of the things in particular that I'm aiming to do between now and Christmas, to tell you a little bit about myself and my hopes for the parish, especially this first year. That as a priest, um, I'm somewhat unusual and that I always knew I was going to priest, be, be a priest. I can remember um, when I was very young, one of my earliest childhood memories is seeing the priest offer the sacrifice on the altar and thinking, I'm going to do that when I grow up. And I went off the idea in my teen years. I got distracted by all the things we heard the Lord Jesus warn us about in that gospel text, the lure of money and the pleasures of the world. But I came back to my vocation uh, when I was at university, in part by the example of some very good priests I was privileged to know, priests who showed me what a great help a priest can be to people. I came back to my sense of vocation also because I realised the emptiness of so much of what the modern world offers us, that secularism and materialism, they promise us everything. But actually, there's more than money and the pleasures of the flesh. And that if we build our lives, as it's so easy to do, build our lives on nothing but a foundation of the pursuit of money and pleasure, then when something bad happens to us, when, as happens to all of us, a suffering of an emotional or a physical or some other form strikes us, if that's the only house we've got with no solid foundation, then we end up in a terrible state. It's only if we've built our lives on something deeper that we can survive. And it's only the Lord who can satisfy the needs of the human heart. Now in the Gospel passage we heard today, the Lord Jesus spoke to us about what's involved in following him, in particular about 
the difficulty in following him. He told us that if we are to follow him, we have to rank him above everything else, even family, even our very own lives. And he said if we're going to build that tower of being a disciple, that we need to first sit down and count the cost. Well, I imagine many of you are like myself and that I can't think of my life um, any particular time that I did sit down and properly count the cost, that I did sit down and properly think what was involved to make that decision, that I kind of drifted into it in many ways. But one of the things I have realised over the years is that you can't be a disciple alone that we need the support of the Christian community. That's one of the reasons we need to come to Mass. We need the support that we gain at church from the sacraments, especially the Mass, the Lord Jesus now before us in the tabernacle. And a priest can be an important part of that, helping you to be a disciple. Now, like any new parish priest, I've come to a community that already has disciples of the Lord. But it's also part of my role to help you be disciples, help you become better disciples. And I want to point out two things in particular that I'm going to be doing, in particular between now and Christmas, um, to help with that. The first thing I'm going to do is I want to set out to find out what is particular about this parish. What makes this parish different from other parishes? I know other places I don't know this parish. So I'm going to do a lot of listening. So if I want to come and visit your house, if I want to come for tea, if I want to listen to you, that's why I'm wanting to find out about you and about your community and what's happening here. As I say, I've heard it's an active parish, but I don't know the details of what goes on and what needs strengthening, what's already strong and so forth. So, the first thing I'm going to be doing is, is a lot of listening. But the second thing I want to do is something that isn't particular to this parish, but is what's going on across the church worldwide and across our diocese. And that's namely to give us a more explicit focus on what has been the defining theme of the pontificate of Pope Francis, the defining theme of our new bishop also, Bishop Mark, namely a focus on the new evangelization. Now the new evangelization is all about making disciples. And on one hand that means making those of us that are already disciples into better disciples by giving a more explicit focus on what we need to do in our parish to enable you to become better disciples. But on the other hand it's also about making sure that we as a parish community are providing more direct, more explicit opportunities for those that are outside of the church, those who haven't encountered the Lord Jesus, that they might come and meet him and then follow him. Now, in order for me to know how to do that here in this parish, how to help you do that here in this parish, I'm going to need again to listen to what's already in place here first. But Father Patrick has already indicated one thing in particular that I need to do. Um, and I'm very grateful for the fact he 
uh, left this as a task for me to start, that he knew he, as he was retiring that um, it wouldn't make sense for him to start this project and not see it through. And so the project he says he's left to me is um, one that Bishop Mark is running in parishes all across the diocese. Um, and it's based in forming groups in parishes based on the book Forming Intentional Disciples by Sherry Waddell. And later, in a couple of months, between now and Christmas, we're going to be setting up groups to focus on that. And before that, I'm going to run a short series of talks in the parish also on the new evangelization, what that means for you as individuals, and what it means for us as a parish too. But Francis says the new evangelization needs to change everything, he says, in parish life, so that every single aspect of parish life, from how the doors are welcoming or not to people, to the light that comes on or doesn't, so that we are a church that looks out and invites people in. So I'm going to take that recommendation from Father Patrick, and that's going to be my starting point between now and Christmas. So to wrap things up, in case you're wondering, I don't normally preach this long. Uh, you've been watching, your, nobody actually watched, looked at their clock, but uh, um, so I will normally be a little shorter. Um, but what I'm going to be doing, um, I'm your new parish priest, and I've come here, sent here by the bishop, to not build a new house, but to build on a foundation that was laid before me. But also to add to that foundation, in particular, as I said, to focus on how we can all become better disciples of the Lord. And although I'm a stranger to you now, I hope that we will, over the years ahead, get to know each other and together become better disciples of the Lord.